Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Dung, and today we're going to be talking about where to invest and why success isn't a straight line. But first, my weekly update. So this week was a good week run-wise. So I've been talking about doing park runs and increasing the number of uh, runs I've done. Um, so this week I had my fastest five kilometer time. So I was really chuffed with that. So uh, managed to get down to 25 minutes. So that was really successful. So that's working out for me and I've slowly been increasing my distances on my other run as well. So that seems to be working. The other thing that I wanted to tell people about was how I've been scheduling my day. So um, you've heard me say a few times now that uh, if you don't uh, set time for doing activities, then it's just not going to get done. Um, and that's what I've, I've certainly found in my personal life. If I don't set a dedicated time and place and know how I'm going to do something, it generally doesn't get done. So what I've tried doing is try uh, schedule my day the whole day out at the beginning of each day. So I take five to 10 minutes at the beginning of each day, break the day down into chunks and kind of put in there for each half an hour or an hour or however long an activity takes, list down when I'm going to do things. And that seems to, so what I found with doing that, that seems to work quite well for two or three days. Uh, I'm really productive. I get everything done. And then kind of after two or three days of doing that on the trot, I kind of run out of energy. And I, then I start spiraling into, I miss one thing and then I miss two things. And then because I've missed then one or two things and then I don't do something else because I think that's a waste of time. So kind of that spiraling into that negative momentum that I've also talked about before. So what I'm now trying to do, I'm adjusting that slightly. So I'm scheduling the days. So what I'm going to start doing is schedule two full days and then schedule a, a down day on the third day. And what I mean by a down day is just some space, um, probably about two hours in the afternoon where I've just switched off and I can use it for doing whatever I want. It's not um, going to be wasted time. It, it may be that I relax and watch some TV, or it may be that I use it to get on with the next task, but just some clear space to give me a little bit of a breather and see how that works out. So hopefully that will start to work. So I'll let you know how that goes in a couple of weeks time once I've uh, trialed that on an ongoing basis. So hopefully that should be able to maintain my productivity. So you never know. Like I say, I'll let, give, let, update you guys on how that goes. And if that helps you guys, then you try it out as well. So the first of the topics today is where to invest in property. So um, whenever you go or whenever you're talking about property, people talk about gold mine areas. Now, the important thing to know about gold mine areas is that they can be anywhere. So I know people who are investing in property up and down the country. So whether that's in Peterborough, in Manchester, uh, Wales, uh, particularly South Wales. I know a couple of people in South Wales that are investing in property there. I know a, pe- people, a couple of people up in Glasgow who are investing in property. So there's a lot of gold mine areas and it's about choosing what works for you. So the key thing that each of these people have in common. So what I've talked to each of them, I know uh, each of them through the, either through the progressive property community, I met them on courses or I've met them on uh, through other networking events. 
Now, what, and what they all seem to have in common is that they operate, their gold mine area is between 0 and 15 miles away from where they live. So what that means is that they really know their area. So 0 to 15 miles gives gives everybody a good amount of towns and cities around them usually, unless you're living in a really remote rural part of Scotland, possibly, or maybe North Wales somewhere there. There might only be small towns and villages. But usually that gives people enough of a location uh, range to have some really big towns and cities in there. And what that distance means is that you really understand that area. If it's local to you, you're going to have knowledge that's going to be invaluable. So you'll know the best and the worst areas of those towns. You'll know where all the local amenities and where the job hubs are, so where kind of business parks are, where major corporations and industries are working, whether that's an industrial park or a um, for an airport, for instance, or an out-of-town shopping centre. You'll know where all those work work environments are. You'll also know where the demand is. So you'll know uh, in your local area where the where people want to live and where people don't want to live so much. So there might be an up and coming area that's really trendy at the moment. So you'll, you'll kind of have that insider knowledge as to where the best places are. And also the 0 to 15 miles rule, it can be extended even further. So it's not only just 0 to 15 miles from where you live, but you could also have once, so certainly once you start growing your portfolio is have a couple of gold mine areas that are within 15 miles of each other. That means you can travel to each of those areas within uh, a day if you needed to, uh, and it's relatively easy to get from one hub to the next. So if all your properties are in one area, and then as you grow your portfolio, you kind of expand into another area. If they're close to each other within that 15-mile radius, you can travel between them and get to know both areas just as well. And the other key thing is you'll you'll know the prices in those areas better than anybody else. So as you're working in those those areas, you'll and like you say your knowledge of the best places, the worst places, um, the locations. You know in in terms of how close they are to those amenities and the effect that those have on the price. And that's both on the price of the property and the price of the rental. So you'll grow that knowledge as you increase um, your your time in those areas. So it's important to pick that. So what I do now is because as people are starting to hear that I do do property uh, investment, um, a couple of people, you know, family and friends and stuff have asked me, oh, could you, could you take a, could I take a look at their properties? Um, I have a friend in Birmingham who asked me, um, as most of you know, I live in Cheltenham, so that's a good distance from where I live. I don't really know Birmingham that well. Um, I've, I've been there, obviously, a number of times, but I don't really know the ins and outs of it. I just know the um, kind of centre, the town centre. I don't know the rest of it. I certainly don't know the best and the worst streets. I certainly don't know where any of the amenities are. So what I do now, because I like helping people, I will recommend them to somebody I know operating in that area. So I may, if I, like I say, I met somebody through the community, I will recommend them, uh, recommend my friend go and speak to them instead of trying to give some advice myself because I'm only going to 
base it on the knowledge of my local area um, and that isn't necessarily going to be the same as as in the centre of Birmingham. So it doesn't make sense for me to be operating up in Birmingham or anywhere else for that matter, kind of outside of the 15, you know, it can go further than 15 miles if if there's some a really good area that's going to be 20 or 25 miles then certainly go and work for it. It's kind of what works for you. But as a general rule of thumb, that 15 miles works. And like I say, it doesn't kind of make sense for me to start looking. You know, there's no point me looking up in Lancaster and then in, in Leeds and then in London and having one property in each of these places because it's just not going to be feasible to, if there's a, a problem with the property or, you know, the bad thing happens and there's a problem with all of those properties on the same day, then it's just impossible to get from London to Lancaster to Leeds to back to Wales, back to then Cheltenham. It's going to just make life so much more difficult. And the, just all about making life as easy as possible um, is what we need to be as property entrepreneurs. So that being said, try and stick to that zero to 15 miles radius. Certainly stick to zero to 15 miles of each other so that they're easily uh, accessible in the day. Um, and that should keep you in good stead. Um, if you have any questions about that or want to delve into that a little bit more, head over to the Property Entrepreneur Facebook page um, and whack a question on there if you want and we'll try and answer it and help you out. That's not a problem. The next thing that I wanted to talk to you about today is why success is not a straight line. So in um, this is often characterized or cartoonized, that's a word, cartooned, this is often cartooned with those little drawings. You've probably all seen them. There's usually two little drawings. One is where um, it's just a straight line and one is a wiggly, curvy line that back, goes back on itself, goes around the loops a couple of times before it gets to the end. Um, and the one on the right, the wiggly one, is usually labelled success. Um, and the one on the left, the straight line, is usually uh, not success. So success definitely isn't a straight line. You're going to have ups and downs along the way. You may even have to go back on yourself a couple of times and repeat what you've done to get to the end. Um, the important thing with that is to seek the shortest route possible. So tr try and learn from your mistakes. I don't. I try not to take shortcuts um, unless I know for a fact they're going to work. Um, so instead of so shortcuts are good, I should say. So take the shortcuts where you can, but don't cut corners. They're two different things. So. Shortcuts are things that you've seen somebody work, you know, some, somebody's giving you a hint or a tip on how to do something quicker, faster, better. So certainly follow that. That's definitely good. So definitely do that. But cutting corners is just kind of the guesswork where you think, oh, I don't really need to do that. So I'll leave that um, until later. Um, and, and that can cause something to crumble later on. So that will cause you to come back on yourself. Um, you know, you know, it's possible that it might not matter, but it'll catch you out. If you keep cutting corners, it'll catch you catch you up eventually and it will cause problems for you in the future. So as we said earlier, we're all about making life as easy as possible. So instead of kind of setting yourself up for failure in the future, set yourself up for success. Don't cut those corners, put in the work, get it done. Um, and then you can be confident that you're going to have success in the future. The only way you can lose, so as, as you're going um, through a project or through an investment, you know, you, you recognize that you're going to have problems, but 
having a problem doesn't automatically mean you lose. In fact, you can't lose unless you quit. So don't, you know, just have that mindset that if when something goes wrong, all you've done is learn how not to do something, which is an extremely valuable thing. You're not lost. So something's gone wrong. You've just learned something. You know how to not do it again. You know how to improve it now you know to try something new and maybe that next thing fails as well or it doesn't work quite as well as you hope you've just learned another way not to do something so keep trying until you get there like I say you can only lose if you quit and there's a quote from Vince Lombardi that say winners never quit and quitters never win so I try and keep that in the back of my mind so when I'm overcoming a hurdle you know it might be demotivating when you're there facing it you might have a problem and um, you, you try something to fix it it doesn't work so you go back to the drawing board you try something else it doesn't work it can be quite easy to get a bit demotivated but it's important to keep that momentum up keep going focus on learning and doing it better next time don't repeat the mistakes that's the important thing once you've learned the error don't make it again and that's how you continuously improve so That's all I wanted to talk about today. Hopefully that's helped. Again, if you have any questions, pop over to the Property Entrepreneur Facebook page. um, Put questions on there, any comments. If you have any future topics you want me to cover, um, perhaps you run in through um, some struggles, whether it's related to property or not, um, we can help you with the mindset type uh, uh, advice. We can try our best and give you a hand with that. Um, So stop listening to me. Go find your gold mine area. And remember, success is never a straight line. See you next week.